your guarantee. Welcome to Money Back Guaranteed, where your money is actually guaranteed. Not actually guaranteed at all. But we're back. We are back for our show. And we have an exciting one for you. We have our ultimate bust roster for fantasy. Of all time. Of all time. But we are back. You know who else is back? The Rods, the A-Rods, they're back. Aaron Rodgers reports back to Green Bay, and Aaron, Rodrig- or <laughs> Aaron Rodriguez is out there. Alex doing- Rodriguez? Alex, Alex Rodgers, excuse me. Alex Rodriguez is out there, and he is back with all the models he used to hang out with before J-Lo. What a comeback for all of us. We are here. <laughs> What's more exciting? I mean, I know Alex, Alex Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Way more excited. Way more excited. But that's only 49 states that would agree with that, as the state of Wisconsin is all about Aaron Rodgers being back. Let's see how happy he is when he's back. He gave the GM some damn some homework. You got to find a way to go get Randall Cobb back. You got to call Jordy. Who else do they need to call? (laughs) How about this? How about this? Randall Cobb is 30 years old. Yeah. I would have sworn he was 33. Dude, I thought he was at least 35, almost out the league. I thought he'd be on his damn Frank Gore years at this point. (laughs) I mean, no, just 30. Man, that is that is wild to me. Honestly, that is that is a true Patriots wide receiver right there. I mean, we we downplay play Aaron Rodgers, but that shows how I mean, terrible human being by all counts, kind of a baby. But in terms of playing the quarterback position, that has to be straight up a massive case for him being great. Cause you look at Tom Brady, the success he's had. And you say like none of how many Tom Brady wide receivers are hall of famers. Uh, Randy Moss. That's about it. Three years. <laughs> Julian Edelman bubble. We discussed this on the pod. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Wes Welker. You could maybe argue that the impact he had on the wide receiver position should mean he should get in. But honestly, if you he need I think he needed a ring. I think he needed 17 and 0. I think 17 and 0, you put him in. 16 yeah. and 1. Sorry, Wes. Especially when 
Tom Brady can't throw and catch the ball at the same time. You know you should have had that ball, Wes. You know you should have had that. Everyone knows you should have had that goddamn ball, Wes. But, I mean, that's probably one reason he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. But, but anyway, Troy Brown, you look at Deion Branch, uh, two wide receivers who were Super Bowl MVP, but probably not Hall of Famers. Aaron Rodgers, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, Donald Driver, Greg Jennings. You look at the people he's thrown to. Not a lot. I mean, maybe his elevation. I mean, his best shot. I mean, Devonte Adams is potentially the guy who's going to break that mold because yeah. Devonte Adams has a. It's the last dance. There's no next year. Devonte Adams and Aaron Rodgers will not be on the Green Bay Packers, and there is a very good chance that Devonte Adams will go somewhere and be very successful because he is that dude. So, I mean, statement of his greatness. You got to give it to him. He does elevate wide receivers. Makes you got to make you think, though. You can't find anybody better than Randall Cobb. It, it's all the fact that Aaron wants his guys. There's always a- been these reports of Aaron losing Jordy Nelson, Aaron losing Cobb, because those are the guys he wants. But then he's told, no, we're going to get better talent in here. And he goes, all right. And they never fucking did. I just don't see this as like a Danny Amendola where Tom's like flying him out to Montana and they're throwing all the time. I don't remember Randall Cobb and Aaron Rodgers being like super close unless, I mean, do you really think that Randall Cobb gives you more than like Lazard or Valdez Scantling right now? Um, Lazard just needs a year. I think he'll probably be a nice two this year, but. But you're going to stun him if you throw Cobb in that too. Yeah, you throw Lazar on the outside, Cobb in the middle, because Valdez has these weird moments where he's great, but he's only a home run player. He catches the deep ball when he gets open, and that's about it. Everything else in the middle, he doesn't do. Cobb does. Cobb does all that and just doesn't do the deep ball no more. You got Lazar out there. Adams does it all. You put Cobb in the slot. I guess that's what Aaron wants. Third best best receiver or third best – Offensive line and football. You got Devin Funches and you got Aquanemius St. Brown. You telling me that they don't give you at least what Randall Cobb gets you? Um, I like St. Brown from college. He was yeah. really good at route running. And he was, what, a fifth-round, sixth-round pick for them? Like, that was a steal in a sense. I like, feel he's like, a great route runner. I feel like he is that Randall Cobb guy. <laughs> Me and just throw, I guess, throw Cobb in the back of his jersey and Aaron will be fine, I guess. Like, it doesn't make no fucking sense. I'm telling you, there – I texted you in the in the in our, like, our thread. I, I think that the best thing for both teams right now, they're already negotiating with Houston to get Randall Cobb up there. I think you just need to send two firsts, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers – down to Houston. And if you can get them to re-sign a longer deal, make it one first. Because I think both teams, if you swap that for Deshaun Watson, can win their division this year. Yeah, I think he gives you enough. He's used to not having great weapons on the outside. You can maybe track somebody down, try to get a gem off tra- uh, when training camp is over and the cuts start to happen. Um, I just I think that would be better for everybody. I don't think Minnesota is that team yet with Kirk Cousins? 
I don't know what Justin Fields is going to bring. I think Deshaun Watson gives you a fighting chance and he makes you a good team for the next four or five years while you build that defense under a better offensive line with a better running game. And Aaron Rodgers gets to move down to Houston. He'll have his wide receivers that he wants. They have a, a left tackle. But, you know, they're rebuilding. Let's see how great A-Rod is. Yeah. You put him from the third best line in the league to 28, 29, and we'll see how magical Aaron Rodgers really is. I mean, yeah. you, you get him out of your division. Um, you get him out of your conference. And you could really build off Deshaun Watson. But the thing is, 10 out of 22. He is going to be facing 10 charges of whatever he's charged with at the moment in time. And I granted, I like that Deshaun Watson is at camp. I like that he is saying he wants out. Like he's just moving forward. Like this isn't a thing. And it could possibly be that all this goes away. But that's that truth key factor. Like, hey, man, we'll trade. We'll make it happen. Deshaun gets here. Boom. Hey. Deshaun's got to go back to Houston and spend three to five years. He wants that money. Deshaun ain't trying to get fined. Uh, these young guys, I'll say this about these young guys. They're a little bit more particular, but when it comes down to it, they want their money. Oh, yeah. They're not giving it away for free. And they're all on one year, their first years, though. You know what I'm saying? Deshaun yeah. is still, on, he didn't get a big contract yet. Yeah, he did. He's oh, did he? oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. He's locked up. He set. He set the. Uh, he set the curve. Yeah, he guys. was the first one assigned, and everyone else fell behind, right on top of him. And Dad. honestly, I think I remember. I think I remember. It's a pretty team-friendly deal. Like he could have potentially gotten more out of them, but I think he also just wants to win, which is ironically who you want, and then, you know. He does all that for you, and then this may have actually come down to the fact that you just didn't ask him who you want to coach this team. Yeah, that's exactly what it comes down to. He took the team-friendly deal. I mean, when you take a team-friendly deal, man, it's pretty much just giving yourself a chair in the front office. I mean, you're in the back. They'll ask you what you think and this and that, but that's the respect that you should have. I will say this. less. I'll say this, when a team is as historically bad as the Houston Texans have been. You take a team-friendly deal with Bill Belichick, cool, so did everyone else. Sit your ass down. Papa's got this, you know? But I think a team who has is a one-and-out of the playoffs every year just good enough to not get a great draft pick, yeah, I think quarterback of the future, that definitely earns you a spot in the uh, in the war room, so to speak. Pretty much. I mean, damn. Deshaun's easy. He has the talent to get you at least six games by himself. He runs around. You give him a shit line. He runs around. He makes the passes. He beats the teams that are under him. And there's not many. And he surprises you with wins when you're in Houston. Who are, that, who are the guys who have not won one? that everybody is fairly certain can win you one. I like mean, Baker, Lamar, 
I think there are plenty of people out there who say they'll give you something on the right team, maybe, but they're not like you can't put them just anywhere and they're going to in the next 10 years going to win you a ring. I think Deshaun is one of those guys where pretty universally people like he doesn't need a lot. If you give him a little, he can bring you a championship. And I feel like with you saying that, the Packers should really take that under consideration, man, because you're going to give him the best line he has ever seen. You're going to have to rework some uh, receiver weapons, but that could all take just another draft and you could draft the top tier receiver. There's some receivers out there that you might take a look and see if you could trade for because you're going to get ones. So, I mean, we'll get into, we're going to get into fantasy bus today, but you can do a pretty decent list of fantasy football wide receivers on the Houston Texans. You should not have taken the last five years. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh man. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Aaron is Aaron Rodgers is back. He's at camp. Um, I didn't see anything. I don't think he threw or anything today. He's probably just there. Honestly, um, man, they're playing a real dangerous game. Packers? Yeah. Because you're looking at Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers and the first sign of trouble, knowing that this is it. Are they going to be like, Hey, man, don't worry, coach, you got this? Or is he going to be, fuck this team, fuck everybody in this locker room, I'm not coming back, nobody should come back, let's show them, everybody try to get out next year. He could he could torch this team. Now, the Packers are paying American dollars, and the league is about money. So, I mean, it's not like they're not going to be able to field the team, but you're looking at Zadarius Smith was kind of pissed. You're going to have to pay your tight end pretty soon. You're looking at Aaron Jones, who just signed a long deal, but it's the NFL, so. You have one of the best corners in the league, Jahir Alexander, there with his ear on the wall to see if he should say, if he should sign, like what's going to be his deal. You got Bakhtiari. I don't know how long he's going to be there. He could pull some money on the open market. 100%, I feel like Aaron's going to do both. (laughs) <laughs> he is going to play this season. He's going to disconnect the earpiece out of his helmet. He's going to do whatever the fuck he wants. And it's going to be his season to win or lose. And if he loses, he's still going to tell everyone to get the fuck out. And if he, he got, wins, he'll still tell everyone to get the fuck out. He's got 19 straight weeks of free tampering. <laughs> I meanwhile, mean, meanwhile, coincidentally, uh, the Oakland Raiders just jettisoned about everybody. They're going to have a lot of cap space next year. Las Vegas Raiders. They're just setting it up, setting it up to be, hey, be the Tampa Bay. is stupid. Tampa Bay Patriots. We're going to have the Las Vegas Packers. Hey, listen, John Gruden, Mike Mayak, them boys, when they first got in there, they fielded a team to win right then right now what happened they had to lose their line they had to lose some pieces but they still are competitive what did they gain when they lost that line a whole bunch of money up and down up and down until they finally figure out their fucking smooth uh, their fucking road of things and john gruden loves every fucking quarterback he would put 11 quarterbacks as a fucking starter if need be 
and he gets Aaron Rodgers? He gets a shot at Aaron Rodgers? At, as soon as free agency – we always watch free agency. Guys sign seven days before free agency, this and that. He's going to announce he's going to be a fucking Oakland Raider in the middle of the fucking playoffs if he doesn't make it. <laughs> That's how it's going to be. That's how it's going to go down. Aaron is going to drive this ship, and if it's successful, he's going to make so much money when he hits the market next year. Or it's a fucking nine and eight season. You barely make it into the playoffs. But that's not what this team is built for. This team is built very well. The defense is up. The offensive line is great. Aaron is back. If he doesn't win, it's on him, honestly. Bakhtiari next year has an out in his contract. I think Aaron's been setting this shit up for like six (laughs) years, bro. What the fuck? (laughs) You're telling me that you could have Devontae Adams – Darren Waller, Henry Ruggs, David Bakhtiari, and Aaron Rodgers on the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I would not write that Chiefs winning the AFC West in pen. I would maybe pencil it in. Um, it'll still be in pen. It'll be in my blood because it does not matter what's going on. And that's a great piece. You're moving – Packers into the Raiders, and that's wonderful. Their defense is really good. Their running back situation is a fucking question mark. Khalil Mack will come back. <laughs> no, he's a Chicago Bear for life now. Motherfucker owns the city. <laughs> for now, man. Wait, just wait, just wait. Justin Fields going to have Khalil Mack looking like Kristaps Porzingis in the corner. Oh, Sorry, bro. They just drafted Luca. What the hell? <laughs> oh, shit. Well, we are getting into the most exciting time of the year. Training camp is opening up for all these teams. And we are one month away. Almost one month away from seeing some – I mean, we're like three weeks away from seeing game one of three preseason games. Hard Knocks? Is what next week? Hard Knocks is next week. I crashed into a show called Flight on YouTube. It's pretty much a Hard Knocks just for the New York Jets. Very interesting how they set that up. Um, Robert Sala is doing, he's creating waves over there. It's going to be very interesting. And Zach Wilson is the quarterback. Careful with the Jets in two to six, two to four years. Careful. If Zach Wilson is that guy that people think he is, it could be very interesting to see how it goes. Because, of course, we never forget Ryan Leaf and Peyton Manning. So, one and two, it's tough. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's always fun to me to see how people forget how hard it is to draft a winning quarterback. It's very easy to be like, no, 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 no. But but this year, but this year, I mean (laughs) – yeah, people said the same thing about Drew Locke. Man. He's he on his way out. Oh, man. He's a trading piece right now. Put him with the right system. Man, he's a trading piece that nobody wants. It's even I worse mean, than that. <laughs> I guess it's a piece you could put in there if you uh, trade your starting quarterback, you know. 
<laughs> you can throw it in there and see what happens. But uh, question before we move on. Him reporting, do you think there's still a possibility Aaron gets traded this year? I think now is the question, do I think there is a chance or should there be a chance? Because I think there definitely should be a chance. I think that you need to, especially during training camp, if I'm on the Packers right now, now that he's on this deal and he's not a lot that you can take differently from Aaron Rodgers dropping a last dance picture at the same time as Devontae Adams. Like, <laughs> like there's no, that, that's, that leaves a pretty clear impression that no matter what you say, he ain't coming back. And, and your star receiver is not coming back. And you are going to get nothing for it. And Green Bay fans are not used to sucking. Yeah. They haven't it sucked. Is. They haven't truly sucked in, what, 35 years? Hey, one quarterback after another, man. The luckiest, the luckiest franchise in the league because if it wasn't for Favre, if it wasn't for Rodgers – this is the Midwest Buffalo Bills before Josh Allen, of course. I mean, pay, pay attention to Indianapolis and how much fun they had with Jacoby Brissett. And now you're praying that Carson Wentz still has it. Like, hey, now. It can, get, it can get rough out there. Careful. I think Carson Wentz might be that guy. No. Different system. He was no. very good when he wasn't hurt. Yeah, in college. And he had a shit line. Now he has a future Hall of Famer that's only played three years. It's going to be different for Carson, man. I'm. It's going to be different. I have him as a sleeper pick, so watch out. I mean, again, like, you're you're just paying him too much money. He's not worth oh, all that. Yeah, no, no, no. Of course. The money is different. Could have You could have. How about the player itself? The money, you should have found a way to cut some of that shit off of him. Someone should, should have just drafted Justin Herbert. <laughs> Let's be honest. Like, there are multiple – like, I do I think that the Indianapolis Colts with Carson Wentz would be that much better than the Indianapolis Colts with, say, Mac Jones? Nah, probably not. <laughs> but whatever. Either way. Like, you, but you could say Carson Wentz is a step up from Phillip Rivers, though. But he's a step down from Andrew Luck, and he's a big step down from Peyton Manning. Oh, and that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like, I don't. Andrew Luck supposed to be that guy until he fucking retired. But that's the thing. He I'm saying. I'm saying Green Bay's about to learn what it's like to not have a future Hall of Fame quarterback, and it ain't as fun as people make it seem. It's about time. <laughs> They have, a good they have a good basketball team now. Fuck it. You don't get a football team. Trade all your pieces right now so you can get something so you're not shitty for 35 years. You're just shitty for 15. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is about to salt the earth when he leaves so nothing will ever grow there again. <laughs> he's going to be out. Last game, he's going to be out there pouring bleach in the grass. Just so we fuck this place. Fuck this place. Fuck this place. Now, Devontae Adams to the Las Vegas Raiders to play with Derek Carr. Aaron Rodgers hates Green Bay so much. 
goes to the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk hasn't out this after this season. Kirk will be out after this season. But I think he's going to sign a longer extension. He's going to be the quarterback here for the next 10 years. That's fine. That's fine. Vikings and people of Minnesota can have him. I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> My man got out of a goddamn souped-up Astro band. Fuck out of here. They're like showing up in style. Your boy fucking Patrick Peterson with a slingshot that costs a hundred thousand. Your boy got a revenue, a built-up van with a bench seat in the middle. Come on, bro, get out of here. Tube TVs for the kids. God, no, 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 no. He has the fucking the DVD ones that yeah. open the CD right there. Not even a tube TV. It was a generic ass. Get your CD players, your DVD player, guys. No, we don't do tablets. I hate them in the NFL, too. Fucking weirdo. Hey, man, whatever. He better throw 5,600 yards and 45 touchdowns if he wants a crazy extension. And he has the pieces to do it, so I don't want to hear it. That, that's another That's another Carson Wentz situation. Is Kirk Cousins really that good? Because if you, you should have tried to get Justin Fields instead. Kirk this Cousins is that much better than uh, Kellen Mond. We'll find out this year. If Kurt starts playing awful, Kellen Mond will be in there faster than expected, 100%. Bro, here's my hot take of the Vikings. Uh, you should trade Adam Thielen right now because D.D. Westbrook is better than Adam Thielen. Only if you get like a second round pick. D.D. Westbrook is good as shit. I think you should. That receiving core is nasty now, though. Woo! It's crazy now. And you got no without the the umbrella of Kyle Rudolph there. It's gonna be different. Good enough. Good enough to get Kirk Cousins an eight year deal like Kaprizov's gonna sign. <laughs> you hope you you only hope so, bro. Yeah, we'll see. Like if that. I was if I was the wild, I'd give him a twenty year deal. Max is eight. Oh, after the breezy shit. Yeah, there are a few of those deals. Okay. I'm. We're probably gonna have to cut this, but she went out there and warmed up. She went out there and hit the bolt, hit the sticks, hit the floor, did all that, and still chose not to be in it. When she's just like, I'm not feeling it. She's like, nope, fuck it. Like, nope. I am going to sit this out because fuck the Olympics. Yeah. Well, (laughs) fuck this wee shit. What do you mean, we? <laughs> but she's still going to perform the uh, individual competitions. Like, come on, bro. You just – you gave your team enough points, and they're like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to take a day off. I want to leave I want to leave the, the successor of mine to at least be known on the Team USA. Again, man, like – I just, it's the most, it's, you only get 
fucking every four years to do this. Every four years. You have to mentally get yourself figured out, bro. That's it. Like, I deal with my shit. And I know if I'm in that situation, I'm still number one. I had a bad day, and I'm still number one. I mean, here's the thing. People are arguing a lot of dumb shit. Like, oh, like I, I just think we've gone too soft. Like, we went from, like, mental health is not important at all. We're going to ignore mental health. We're going to, you know, do, like, just, just get out there and play. We've gone too far. And I don't have an issue with someone saying, like, Naomi Osaka saying, like, I can't do my press obligations, so I'm not going to play. That's fine. Like, that's part of the game. If you mm-hmm. would feel better, like, Zooming in or if you would feel better as, like, a chat, phone, like, via tech. Like, if there's a way that we can accommodate you, that's fine. Like, tennis is a grueling sport where you are on the road, like, 48 weeks out of the year. Like, I get that. That's fine. But Simone Biles wears a leotard or a gymnast, whatever the gymnastics uniform, with a diamond goat. Like, if Tom Tom Brady, like, downplays when people call him the goat. But if you Mm -hmm. come out, like, hey, LeBron, when you call yourself King James at 13 and you get a crown tattooed on your shoulder – People are allowed to come at you. Like you are in. You are inviting that. You are saying that I am the greatest of all time. I am the best. I am number one. Like mm. when Conor McGregor comes out and talks all this shit, like we are allowed to come at him when he gets knocked the fuck out and looks terrible. Hundred percent. And if you so are we should... to, and if you're going to say you're hurt you better not be going for that gold in the individual competition. If you're going to do that, that's fine. Just don't enter the team competition in the first place. Right. If you are just – if you don't feel good day one, hold off and let your team – let the future of Team USA Gymnastics get their shine. You went out there. You made faces every single routine you did. You did not look the dominant person you are. So you just, I'm not the person I am, so I'm just not going to, I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm not going to, no. It's, your point is super valid. If you are out here, goat this, goat that, the great, you are feeding into saying, I'm the greatest of all time. You are allowed to get clowned when you are not the greatest of all time. That's plain and simple. We do it to LeBron. We should do it to Simone. We should do it to every player that goes out there and says, I'm the best of all time. And when you don't have a good day, hey, guess what? What's up, GOAT? Yeah. Granted, she has the most medals of all time, this and that, yada, yada, yada. I get that. There's no one that we see right now that's going to compete like her, but it, all it takes is one girl in the middle of Russia or Germany to knock her off her pedestal. And be the greatest of all time. Because guess what? Um, the United States is the only one saying that Simone Biles is the greatest of all time. All the other chats overseas is like, yeah, no. Yeah, you got the medals. That's fine. But you fuck up a lot in gymnastics. You just have a higher difficulty. So when you don't fuck, when you fuck up, it's not as bad of point damage 
when you fuck up because you're doing these harder tricks. All these girls can do all the tricks that Simone does. It's just their execution is just going to be kind of a little wonky. She gets it because she looks kind of flawless doing it, but they, oh yeah, she does the bios. That difficulty is like 18. She fucked up and got like 15-5 and still was number one. You're just pulling shit that people are just not willing to do yet. You're going to crash into someone that is, and then it's over. Your little goat thing is only going to be 10 years. Five years, if we see it soon. I mean, we have a girl from St. Paul that's fantastic for Team USA. She's only 16, 17. So, yeah. All right. Let's get into our exciting fantasy bust of all time. We are going to be drafting one quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, and a tight end. Of course, I have one honorable mention for the running backs, but see how it goes. And we've got we've got some rules. We've got some rules. The rules are no like medical injuries that like knocked people out of the game forever. And no one year wonders. Like uh, Johnny Manziel does not count. Right. As a fantasy bust because he never he was never like determined to be good at anything. We're talking these are people who are by all means average, decent, or were going to be great players who just sucked at fantasy. And we have personal vendettas against them. Yeah. Um because you know if you're listening to this and you play fantasy football. There is a guy that you drafted and you were confident might have been your first receiver off the board or your third round pick that was going to be great and average about four points a game. The guy you reached on and did not turn out is exactly who we're going to let you know of our all-time bust. Now, granted, I have mine breaking down by certain years that they started sucking. <laughs> so... Um, how about you? Let's go first. Go with the quarterback. I think my quarterback, and I have I have an honorable mention that's not a good pick, but it's a very personal one for me. Uh, but I think I'm going to go with uh, Sam Bradford. Oh, I was always convinced. This is one that's a little bit questionable because he truly just couldn't stay healthy. But even that year when he was on the Vikings, like his best percentage season terrible in fantasy terrible yards per average like never put up great numbers just consistently horrible now i could go a lot of different directions with like you know your manzels and your tim tebow all of which i have drafted and have drafted (laughs) multiple times but i'm going sam bradford who do you got who's your who's your bust of a quarterback so my bust in the first round all the time. Uh, he might have to slip to the second round this year. But um, 2016, Cam Newton. 
what an amazing Super Bowl year he had. 15 and one, got all the way to the Super Bowl and lost it. What happens next? He continues the greatness? No. After that, he has 3,300 yards, only has 16 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, and five rushing touchdowns. Played 15 out of the 16 games. He was absolutely awful. And he played every single week on my damn fantasy for the threat of, hey, this is 2016. He's one of the running quarterbacks that is Derrick Henry-like. Big as hell, fast. He can get down the field to make it happen. No, 150 yards rushing that year. <laughs> it was the worst quarterback selection I've ever made, and I did it in 2016, and I did it in 2017. 2017, he did not look any better. He only played four games and left me with the, oh, yeah, no, no, no. Cam had a bad year. He's going to get it together in 27. No. Downhill after that. Great. And ever since then, I mean, still the same shit. He hasn't put up a legit fantasy 20-point game since the Patriots when he ran in three and threw one. Yep, and I drafted him and I started him and I – Started him multiple weeks after that for no points. No points at all. Just Cam Newton since then, I guess, his shoulder, his knee, his ankle. But he still played through it. So at one point, he was at 99, 95% and still went out there. But played absolutely awful. Let's snake draft this bad boy. Who is your... Top running back bust. 2019 Le'Veon Bell. You sat out because you didn't get your money. Then you come back after a year later. Everyone is excited for your uh, return. Album. Huh? Uh, I was excited about your rap album, right? Oh. <laughs> you dropped the damn album and all. And even feature A.B. To come out and only put up 780 yards and three touchdowns. Le'Veon Bell was a top two – or he doesn't pass the second round. No. You picked him up – I picked him up number nine out of 12. This is Le'Veon's year to stick it to Pittsburgh, let them know they fucked up. Uh – Apparently, guys can move on off running backs, and running backs don't get it together. As everyone knows, he's been on two different teams and still hasn't put up anything above 500 since leaving the Jets. Hey, man, you should have took the pay cut and stayed with the Pittsburgh Steelers because you probably could have had a ring if you stayed. Because the year that he was gone, Big Ben was kind of hot. <laughs> That team was pretty, pretty on point until AB lost his shit. <laughs> All right, I, I got a couple, and they're both going to be very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first one, drafted multiple times, out of USC, Reggie Bush. Golly. 
<laughs> Man, and here's the worst part. Bust on the Saints. But when he went to Miami, rocking 22, I was like, this dude is going to go for 1,200 yards, 15 touch, like dump Kim Kardashian. He's back on track. Like yep. this is this it is Reggie. This is gonna be this is gonna be Reggie Bush. Good, but not fantasy good. Like definitely, <laughs> you could get him on waivers. I didn't need to get him in the fifth round. Oh, fifth round! <laughs> ouch! Ouch! Man, Heisman, Heisman Reggie, maybe the greatest college football running back of all time, besides Bo Jackson and. What Ricky Williams? Yeah, about that Ricky Williams. Yeah, that's another bust. <laughs> but this one, my next running back does not have a year. It's consistent with Kenyon Drake. Fuck, he's he's, he, ter- he's terrible. He's awful. He is so awful. Worst and he's part supposed though, to be this. People talk about him like he's a top guy though. Worst, like, worst part though, time. you know why? Because he'll give you one game a year. When he got That's picked it. up by Arizona, didn't he go for like 41? Like yeah. the first week with Arizona, they're like, yo, Kenyon Dude. Drake. I had people trading in my dynasty leagues to get him. Like, Dude. yeah, yeah, bro. Three teams later. Dude, Kenyon Drake had three touch, three rushing and like two passing, I think. He like he got like four or five touchdowns that game. Was looking great. Looking like a damn safety net for that team. After week eight, he had three fumbles for loss, and he could not average more than 3.1 a carry. And he only got the ball like eight times a game. Uh, Apparently, he had to uh, share time with Chase Edmonds, and that's another guy. Two guys that need more than 10 to 15 touches to actually start going downhill, they never got it. Never got it. Everyone listening, this year in 2021, the whole Arizona Cardinals is on the hot seat, top to bottom, just to let y'all know. My my running back, to my RB2 is going to be a guy that I drafted four straight years of his five-year career (laughs) out of the university of clemson unable to beat out a division three running back cj spiller oh cj spiller oh my goodness for for, (laughs) for our viewers are young listeners are younger you may not know cj spiller was gonna be that dude Four three seven, he could catch. He was going to be what Reggie Bush was supposed to be. He was ended up being a worse Darren Sproles. Dude, he was like six one, about two hundred pounds. He just hit the hole fast, and he just he was able to break arm tackles. The, the amount of weeks he put up <laughs> six points in my starting lineup, while Fred Jackson put up twenty four. That's right, Fred Jackson. Oh, man. Iowa Intercollegiate Athletic Conference Division Three co-college running back, Fred fucking Jackson. 
Hey, man. He was like, hey, he showed up at a semi-pro game for us. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> Probably would have played for a free meal. <laughs> but yeah, man. Could oh, not get consistent reps. And then were like he would go in and every now and then he'd break one. Like they'd throw him like a screen pass or they'd like get him and he'd hit a hole, go for like 85. He'd put up like 14 points. But why isn't he in every game? Why don't you play him every game? Nope. We're gonna stick with Fred Jackson Buffalo. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. All right. Four years, Angel. I drafted this man's four years. Towards the end, I'm like, man, all I need is like Fred Jackson's old. I just need like an injury. Just like sprain an ankle. <laughs> Give my man's a shot. Nothing. Nope. I remember they gave uh, the third string running back more play than Spiller one time. Yeah. <laughs> it was Fred and uh, who was the other? It was dude with dreads, man. It was great. I was like, yo, CJ sucks, sucks. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't think he played after, after his rookie deal. He played like one like one year against the Saints where he did about the same thing. Cut by the Seahawks, cut by the Jets, cut by the Chiefs, done. Damn. Done. He's trying to figure out. Yeah. That's correct. All right. Um, for my number one receiver, I am going to go with after Andrew Luck. T.Y. Hilton. Listen, T.Y. Hilton is a guy that he could start the fourth quarter with two points and end up with 24. That is his home run capability. Hasn't done it since, and it's all because of him. 2016, 13 drops. 2017, 12 drops. 2018, 12 drops. It's, it's, it's repetitive how many times he drops the damn ball. And it's all started with him just not wanting to run in the middle and only being that deep threat guy. Since then, I think he's only put up seven games above 15 points. And guess what? I draft him all the time. He sits there. His name, T.Y. Hilton, it just it highlights on my piece of paper by itself because I'm like, well, he had that one game where I had him in my flex, and he won me the game by a seven uh, point. So we're going to go with that. And it keeps coming back to, like, I mean, who else are they going to throw to? Pittman's there. They got a tight end there. They got running backs galore. That's who they've given the ball to. T.Y. is just a guy that runs their second corner up and down the field until they sub the corner out. Colts are a team you just shouldn't draft a wide receiver from. You shouldn't do it. It's like it's like the Niners. No one's going <laughs> to yeah. go. They're all going to go for eight points. And one guy's going to go for 12. Yeah. But the possibility of T.Y. going for 25 is like at least 65%. At least. It's ridiculous. There's one time. Oh, you know what? It was one time I drafted him on uh, 
on DraftKings. And he won me like 25 bucks. I was like, yes, T.Y., he's that guy. I went and got him and all, traded for him and all my fantasy thinking this is the time he wakes up. Nope. After that, he averaged like four points for the rest of the year. Dude's awful. It could be quarterback play. Definitely could be that. But, bruh, if you catch the ball, you're fast enough to take off. You were Tyreek Hill before Tyreek Hill blew up because you got down the field fast as fuck, boy. Now, nah, I'm going to drop the ball here and there, and I'm not going to be shit. I got uh, my wide receiver one. If he had if he had a tub of fucking stick him, he could have been Megatron. <laughs> he uh, – we're talking – we're talking all the skills. Drafted him high twice, low twice. We're talking about Braylon Edwards. Braylon Edwards. University of Michigan. Could have won the Heisman. <laughs> Invited to New York. Could have been Megatron. Always in the right position. Never caught the damn ball. Kept getting set. Cleveland, 100 quarterbacks. Yeah, you know, he's got a Like, one year he put it together. One year he had 16 touchdowns. Such a great name. I forgot totally about that, man. Number, number 17, baby. After that, three touchdowns, <laughs> six touchdowns, three touchdowns, zero touchdowns, four touchdowns, seven touchdowns, one touchdown. And then one year he had 16 touchdowns. He hit he hit a thousand yards in his career one time. Jeez. One time <laughs> after holding out, missing training camp. Track star. And had, just... had had 40 touchdowns in three years at Michigan. 15, almost 1,597 receptions. 1,330 yards and 15 touchdowns in 12 games at Michigan his senior year. And just – Number three overall pick. Damn. 4-3-6-40. 38-inch vert. 22 reps on the bench. 6-3-2-10. Could have been Megatron. Could not catch the ball. Peaking in college is just not good. <laughs> his, his rookie year, 23 drop passes and three touchdowns. Yikes. Absolute yikes, man. But every single year was going to be his year. He's going to put it together. This is, this is the year. He's too good not to. Man, good thing we're not GMs because, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> you're gonna be great nope nope i'm telling you man. Right. I'm, I'm telling you like these are these are who i am i am picking i am picking people that if i saw them in like i hate people who are like man you cost me my bet oh you did this you did that i am going after people who if i saw them in the street i would have to say something <laughs> 
Braylon Edwards might knock me the fuck out, but I'm going to say, bro, you cost me at least $200. <laughs> 23 drop passes? Really, bro? <laughs> could, could you not get cutters? God. I would have sent you some cutters. Braylon, just please make sure there's two shots of espresso on there. Thanks. Just go. Just go. You're a disgrace. <laughs> and your career. That's how that's how good he was supposed to be. That after that shitty career in Cleveland, he got signed by five more teams. Hey, everyone's like, hey man, the Browns suck. So we'll see if we can make you a talent here. <laughs> who that's else awesome. you who else you got? All right. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to have to break the rules just a little bit because every single year he is on my team. Every year since 2011 is when I started doing this shit until I'm 10 years in the game. Four, four championships under my belt. He's always been on my goddamn roster since he's made in the league. Willful. <laughs> Granted, hurt 2018, hurt 2019, 2020 was the year. It was my – I told y'all about him. I told y'all. Stop playing with him. This is why he's there. I know he's a talent. I know he's going to be great. He put up magic numbers last year. I was like, wow, that's crazy. He's not hurt. He's actually got it together with a little steroids. With a little bit of steroids. Just a bit. Just a wee bit to make you not tear your ACL on a non-contact injury and a touchdown. He tore his ACL in 2018 on a wide-open catch going into the end zone. His last step into the end zone destroys his ACL. Granted, he was stomping, celebrating. That's why he made my list. Because he didn't get hurt just getting hit. He got hurt fucking around. It's like doing a backflip and tearing his shit up. That's what happens. That's why the NFL tells you not to do backflips. Another man who on a Monday night or a Thursday night will be the top fantasy scorer of the week for one week. (laughs) And he's probably on somebody's bench. Yep, every single time. Has Has to lead at least this list. For most points gotten on somebody's bench. Oh, 100%. Because he's good enough to draft, and you just got to hope you pick that one week he goes off. And last year, he had multiple of those weeks where he looked great. Like, wow, he's really got it together. Like, Houston was looking to sign him. And, like, all this other shit. He's in Miami this year. Tua's gonna be throwing the ball. He's gonna have to split carry or split catches with Devontae Parker, a guy that should be on this list as well. And a rookie. Tua's at helm. Let's see what happens. I'm going to try my best to stay away from Will Fuller, but fucking round 10 happens. I need depth. Just it just happens, man. I'm sorry. It just fucking happens. Please pay attention, guys. Will Fuller might be that guy this year. He might also not be that guy this year. Like his whole career. 
I am going to take the guy who was supposed to be Percy Harvin without the migraines. 4-3-4-40. Still in the league. Still going to probably get cut for Randall Cobb. We're talking about Tavon Austin. Oh, what a fantastic pick. This what is a fantastic Another guy who was – him and Pat White just lit it up at West Virginia. He was that dude. He was training with Jerry Rice before the combine. Drafted high but undersized. Never missed a game in college. And he was returning kicks, returning punts, ran the ball, caught the ball, threw the ball. Had – we're talking 4-3-4-40. We're talking just had everything going for him. Cannot stay healthy. Angel, guess how many touchdowns he's had in his, what, 10-year career? I'm going to go with four. It is more than that, but it is not by much. (laughs) He is at 25. He's averaging two and a half touchdowns a year. Is that what kick returns, though? Because the last two years, I think he had like – Punt, Five kick returns. He's had 15 receiving, okay. 10 rushing, three punt returning. No kick okay. returning. But we're talking, we're talking about a guy who was my best Chris Collinsworth. Here's a guy who was supposed to be that dude. We're talking 1,000 yards rushing, 1,000 yards receiving. Could have been Christian McCaffrey if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. And – the most yards he has ever had receiving is 509. The most yards he's ever had rushing, 434, and they weren't the same year. Jeez. That Pat White and Tavon Austin, West Virginia team, was fun to watch, spectacular to watch. And he's had here's, – here's a, here's a good stat. He has had <laughs> – he has had uh, – See here, 28 in all phases of the game. He has had 28 touchdowns and 24 fumbles. God. But Tavon Austin has always been a guy that I have picked up because, like, he keeps going to different teams too. Like, oh man, Tavon Austin. It was just the Rams offense. The Rams were very good. Sam Bradford, they couldn't figure it out together. Sam Bradford could stay healthy. He's going to Dallas, though. Tony Romo will be able to figure it out. Talking Miles Austin, Terrell Owens, Tavon Austin. Nah. Then Green Bay. Man, he's going to do what Randall Cobb did. Nah. Nah. Where's he at now? Green Bay? Green Bay. Oh, look at that. Another guy you could put in for Randall Cobb and see what happens. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Your tight end. This one was tough because I usually don't count on my tight ends to give me much. And last year it was a little bit different. But I got to go with – I'm going to go with Mike Gesicki. Just because the first two years of his career, I drafted him coming out of college for Miami, and he did nothing. We're talking like if he – in a PPR league, if he got three points, that was a good week. 
Yeah, you know what? I got I got a little lucky with Gasecki last year. Played really good games. Um, then he lost some of his fire with another tight end down there. They have almost the same kind of weird last name. And it's like, damn. If you would have just stayed healthy and stayed in the game, you'd have been fine. But um, yeah, this one's a little tough for me. I only have this guy on my list because it's been in multiple occasions where he has been healthy, been fine, plays games, supposed to be this elite tight end, only ends up with two points, only ends up with five. Evan Ingrams. God damn Evan Ingrams, you motherfucker. And granted, there's been multiple occasions as well that he's been a healthy scratch. 30 minutes before kickoff, I have to scramble and find a way to put him somewhere because I don't want to drop him because I have no idea what's wrong with him. Nope, he just inactive. Didn't want to play. Evan Ingrams is now guys are going to be like, well, Danny Dimes is throwing him the ball. This and that. Tight ends are quarterback safety nets every single time. A guy of Evans' caliber should have 7 to 12 catches because there's no other weapons around. There it's wasn't. you and Bar- – it was Barkley and, and Evans. Barkley got hurt. It was what it is. And they just couldn't put guys around. Now they have talent. Now they have Galladay. They have pieces there. Barkley's back healthy. Let's see what he could do this year. I do not recommend anyone to pick him up because he does, he's a, there is a reason why he's on this list. He is the worst tight end in the league. Do you have any honorable mentions for tight end? I have a couple. <laughs> Go ahead. I have any time after the Saints, Jimmy Graham. <laughs> And for some reason, multiple years, I drafted Chris Cooley from the Redskins thinking that he was going to – because he was like, this is the year. This is the year. Like, hard nose, like, doesn't do anything flashy, but, like, he's a huge part of that offense. And another guy who's, like, 33 touchdowns over 10 years of his career. Never started him at the right time. Yeah. Just straight. I mean, Kyle Rudolph is on that list as well. He had multiple disappointing seasons, and he played all the games. We're in Minnesota where people drafted Herb Smith very high. And he has not been good at all. No. I'll tell you what. uh, The two two tight end set in Philly, I've never picked the right one. Godard will go off when I'm starting uh, Ertz. Hurts, Ertz. And when I start Ertz, Godard has two touchdowns. Never Dude, works for me. Fucking love Dallas Goddard. Goddard is my guy. I call him Goddard. I don't know if it's right or not. Fuck it. It's easier to say. They, I don't know. The whole system down there for Philly is just, I don't know. Zach, they're both in, but then that, 
Dallas will get more yards or Dallas will get more snaps. But then it's like later in the game, you won't even see Dallas. Earth will be in the whole game, the whole second half. Like they play it so weird. But I don't know. We'll see what happens this year with them boys. I think Earth is on the way out. Yeah, I, I think he wants out. I think he's trying to get to Indianapolis. Take him for a fourth, whatever. Makes sense. Do you, um, have, I do, have, you, uh, do you have any other dope ones that you almost said for any of the other positions? Any honorable mentions? Uh, 2019 Alba Camara. 2019 Alba Camara was just – he came off that – um, 1,000 rush, 1,000 pass. He was really good. 2019, he just completely tanked it. He did not play well at all. It was – he had maybe 700 yards rushing. I think it was like 800 yards passing or receiving. He just had a really bad year for a guy that I drafted two. Number fucking two. Like, that, just – and the worst part about him is I had a chance to trade him off, and I was like, no, he'll pick it back up. We're good. No. Ended up sitting him in the playoffs. Here was, here was a really close honorable mention for me at running back. Uh, Darren McFadden. <laughs> Darren McFadden, yes, sir. The guy that was supposed to be that guy. I'm that guy. Out of Arkansas, just a beast out of Arkansas. 1,800 yards in college. Guess how many yards in one season? One season, 1,800 yards. Guess what his total, like, he was very close to having more yards in college. He had 45 or 4,600 yards in college rushing. He had 5,400 yards in the NFL. Damn. Darren McFadden was that bad. Jeez. And we're talking that year he had over 225 carries. No. No. Nah, I never drafted Darren McFadden. I was I don't know why. And I never liked that Raider team. Just he had a couple good runs. It looked good when he was running on that baseball field back in the day, but nope. Yeah. He he was always for me like I, they, he was just always going to blow up. And here's the thing. The Raiders never had another guy. It was just Darren McFadden. He's supposed to be that guy, man. He just never turned out to be. Who was the second guy? Didn't they have a – it was a white running back that they had. Who was it? Oh, let me see here. I don't remember. They had a backup. He was a stocky running back. Michael Bush. Taiwan Jones. Oh, that Michael Bush. Yeah, that Michael Bush. Taiwan Jones. I think that might be it. That Taiwan Jones. Light skin cat? 2012. That Owen Schmidt at, at fullback. Did they run that two set? Yeah, Taiwan, Taiwan Jones. Then they then they drafted Latavius Murray. Ah, okay. 
And that's where he got his start. Same type of build running back. Just didn't work out for him. Yeah. Yeah. Then they had like they had like then they had like end of his career Maurice Jones Drew. And then another bust they brought in to replace him, Trent Richardson. (laughs) Which I didn't pick because it just seemed a little too obvious. It was way too obvious. A dude that's supposed to be what Derrick Henry is now. Just Way back in the day. And didn't he get on the cover? No, no, no. He wasn't on the cover. No, that was Peyton Hillis, who a lot of people drafted that year. Eddie yes. Lacy's another guy. Just got fat. Couldn't play anymore. But if you ask him, he could run it that way. He'd have been the best running back in the game at that weight. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, hopefully we don't draft any busts this year. I'm going for gold again. I'm a two-time champion in one league. It's full of pharmacists and college grads that went to school with some of these guys. Oh, I'm drafting them because I went to school with them. Like, oh, that's cool. That's fun. <laughs> Still going to beat you with Diggs scoring 45 in my last championship game. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. This year is going to be fantastic. Fans are back. It's going to be all hype. These these uh, players definitely need to get their shit together and get vaccinated or whatever the fuck they need to do. Retire, vaccinate, whatever you want to do. Just, Just let it go, man. Just let the league play, you know? See what happens. I feel like that's what should happen, too. But. I, I like... We just did a whole year. I don't know why we have to change anything, you know? Just keep just keep going as is and see how it goes. Exactly. But you already had a draft, man. Fantasy football's up and running. Yeah. Who are your picks to avoid this year? We're getting into fantasy season, so we're doing a little bit of a fantasy football pre-show, a little pre-warning. We'll get into more of like a, who we like, who we don't like, maybe a little bit later in training camp. But do you have any people right now that you are looking out for to not draft? Um, I'll give you one running back and one receiver. Um, Josh Jacobs is a running back a lot of guys need to stay away from. Um, he was declining last year with the line that he had. And now that they don't have an offensive line that is top tier, you should definitely watch out for him to not be a good solid player in that league, in that uh, team. They have running backs that they could go to that are more versatile than Josh Jacobs. Um, I think Josh Jacobs will turn into a running uh, red zone threat. So if you – See him in between 8 and 12. That's probably where you should get him at if he falls that far. But if you're in your fantasy and you're listening to this, start talking about him right away when you get there. <laughs> Let a guy fall in love with him because that's a pick you don't have to worry about. Um, another pick for me, uh, the receiver. I'm going to go with Tyler Lockett. Um, hey, Tyler Lockett. You hate Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. You just won't draft any Seahawks. No. Tyler Lockett, granted, 
if you watch him, just look at the damn fantasy board that he had last year. 40 points, 29 points, 20 points. The next week after that, no more than 10. No more than 10. He is such an up-and-down guy that if you draft him at a fourth receiver, throw him in your flex every other week because he'll get you paid. Other than that, completely stay away from this guy. I think DK does make a step forward. I think the tight ends make a step forward. And they did draft a rookie receiver that is uh, supposed to be a fast slot guy. Check out that guy if you want. DK, hopefully he fixes his catching. He dropped six touchdowns last year. Cost me four fantasy games with them six drops. But I think he gets it together. I think he figures it out. It's still, granted, he's in a very tough defensive uh, division. He has to see Ramsey twice. You got to see the 49ers defense twice. It's the Cardinals stepped up their defense as well. So it is a guy that if Russ is going to throw to a guy, it's going to be DK in those situations. It's not going to be Tyler. I got, I got two receivers that are projected to do pretty good, but I am not very high on. I do not think you should go near Chris Godwin. I think AB is looking too good, and I think he is going to absolutely eat your fantasy points. I definitely have Godwin as my bus pick as well, and I have AB as my sleeper pick. Mm -hmm. He gets a full training camp. No bullshit, no distractions, no if he's going to play. He's not staying in Tom's house. He's going to – he's back to playing like he was for the Steelers concentrated on football, focused on what it needs to do. And if you guys are forgetting, Antonio Brown to this moment right now is the best receiver on that Bucks team, and he's a top 10 receiver in this league. Route running, quarterback that he has, everything around him makes him a top 10 quarter receiver this year. So if you're going A-B, go before round five. People forget we are only, what, two years removed from people saying Jerry Rice, Antonio Brown. Like, they were comparing – like, we're talking catches, touchdowns, like numbers could pass Jerry Rice. Like, this man – and this man, I I think, you know, Tom isn't saying anything, but he does not forget who dropped the ball when he needed that ball caught. And honestly, I don't think it matters to him how much they're making. They're all on the same team. AB's exactly. fighting for a long-term deal. He he's got another three-year deal in him, but he's gotta he's gotta earn it. And he can get three-year deal down in Tampa, one more year with Tom. Who knows? Yeah. That that man is gonna be playing hungry. The other exactly. guy, I think, stay the hell away from Juju Smith Schuster. I you don't, you don't believe in Big Ben being different. That's fine, but <laughs> I like. You've got Deontay Johnson. You've got Chase Claypool. I, I do not. Ebron think, is a tight end. And you know, here's the thing: you've got Ebron as a tight end. Juju's only 
Like Juju needs to play the slot, and he doesn't want to play the slot. He gets hit in the slot. He doesn't want to do it. Yeah. So Corvette, Corvette, you better learn to love it, dude. <laughs> um, I 100% agree with you with that pick um, solely for the fact that they just drafted a goddamn beast in Akeem, Har- uh, Akeem Harris. Yeah. In the backfield. He's supposed to be that Derek guy. He's going to get a lot of touches. I think he'll see 17 to 21 touches a game. Ben is old. If he's if the running back comes out hot, like all rookie running backs kind of do in the beginning, in the middle, Juju is not going to see the same type. He might see a different um, a corner or something like that. He's gonna be open in situations, but like you said, Deion Johnson, Claypool, Ebron—that's a lot of people they got to throw the ball to. And I think, I think you're going to see a lot of play action, and play action is going to favor Claypool and their tight end. Ebron, yeah. I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of room for Juju. Definitely not. Definitely, that's a really good pick right right now. Man. Yeah, I have a list of 20 guys to look at for sleepers and fantasy. And I have a list of 15 busts. We will break that all down to you in another show. We are getting into fantasy mode and it is going to be very exciting. Take advice from a four-time champion. Just saying. I'm playing good leagues. Not with rich people who don't watch football. I play with grinders. Yeah, my (laughs) leagues are 250 bucks, so... <laughs> Those guys are playing for real. Yeah, enjoy it before you get married. 250 bucks is a lot tougher swing. Dude, trust me. This is my last year in that league. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's gonna be an exciting year. I'm super ready for it. Um, I'm I'm three weeks away from a draft. Uh, actually three weeks away from three drafts, so. I mean, you're in one league, right? Yeah, I'm in a keeper league right now, but that might change because they are looking at potentially doing an auction league, which I do not like. You don't like auction league? You don't like spending $90 on a guy and piecing together the rest of your league or the rest of your team? I just I always I always pay too much on the wrong people. And people know me too well, so they always bid up players they know I want to have. Also, breaking news, Xavier uh, Howard has shown up for training camp, oh. but has said that he is only at training camp so he doesn't get fined. And he wants a brand new contract or a trade. And uh, does not feel like the Dolphins have dealt with him in good faith. He claims that he signed a contract that he did not understand. Um, you have lawyers and agents for that. What are you talking about? Who's your agent? He does not feel valued or respected by the Dolphins. Not nah, trade him. You ain't. You could throw. All the money in the world at him. He still has that in him. He's still saying that about the organization. Let him go. 
Go get a first. He's worth a first. He's worth what Jamal Adams is worth. I've seen a lot of people say that they should try and go straight up Xavier Howard for Chandler Jones. That would help both teams 100%. And they're both going to be making too much money. Well, there you go. Anyway, <laughs> breaking news. <in. laughs> All right. Um, yeah, my 100. Uh, oh, damn. I don't even have picks. Holy shit. It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. The money back guaranteed picks of the week. I don't even know what's going on in the world right now. I don't even know if I'm going to post picks on the show. I think I'm just going to post them on the gram, and we'll see. I'm still just riding high over my Team USA sucks at basketball. I I gave you warning, man. France plus five fifty was the move. Man, I should listen to you on that one. Knowing all the struggles they have, I probably should have seen, take a look at that uh, France roster and see who they had on that team. You mean the defensive player of the year? No. The defensive yeah, player of the year. Step. <laughs> <sighs> the, the defensive player of the year can't shoot and doesn't want to shoot. But anyway. Yeah, it's they have uh, <laughs> the Americans have Iran tonight. They I are thirty. I do have them beating Iran. Yeah, I I hope so. There you go. I would Team, only hope so. Team USA over Iran. Novak Djokovic over the Spaniard. He's playing at one a.m. today. There you go. I got uh, United States basketball team to cover the spread and. Um, I'll take the twins. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna take the whoever the twins are going against. And I'm gonna take the spread. I'll take the spread. Got the Toronto Blue, Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, keep, keep it rolling. Oh, there's your picks of the week. Um, I'm not even gonna say money back guaranteed on those because <laughs> those are on the fly. <laughs> no, no, no. Money back guaranteed on uh, on America. On America. Yeah. <laughs> Metal unders isn't that. looking metal unders isn't looking strong for you right now, but we'll see. Oh no, 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 no. The damn what you call it? The uh the swimming the swimming team destroyed everyone. They meddled in every single thing. <laughs> it was crazy. I was like, fuck. But hey, Simone Biles out taking a couple days off. Hopefully she doesn't win the individuals and that's one medal I have to worry about. I can't give you a shot. That's multiple medals because don't they give it to uh, their overall and then there's like a bunch of different ones? There's a team and then there's the individuals. So. Um, oh, I have, uh, I have the United States to beat Canada 
and the CONCUF Gold Cup. There you go. United States is going against Canada on Thursday, I think. I'm going to go with USA. Team USA all the way. Fuck it. I believe in my country. They're going to look that up. (laughs) Thanks for making the graphic nice and easy for me, buddy. Yeah. Just put a whole American flag on that thing and that's it. Done. (laughs) USA soccer, basketball, and the Rangers. Sure. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, thank you for listening to Money Back Guaranteed. My name is Angel. This is Jay. We, you have our picks. You have our bust. Don't make a mistake. Put our picks in and do not draft the bust. Fucking CJ Spiller. <laughs>